Hey, this is Heroes And, and I'm Andy. And I'm Cody. And this is our podcast. We talk about things like Doctor Strange is out on Blu-ray and Cody and I going halvesies on it. Basically, if it's part of geek culture, we're going to talk about it. This week, we're sharing our thoughts on the latest and final Wolverine movie, Logan. This is Heroes And. All right. Thanks for listening again, guys. Appreciate that. Like Cody said, today we're talking about the latest Wolverine movie, Logan. But uh, before we dive into our thoughts, your thoughts, all of that goodness, we first need to set this episode up right. So uh, we are recording this episode uh, out in the open outdoor wonderfulness that is Orlando, our city. Um, just because of circumstances, we weren't able to record in our normal Heroes and Studios. And so, if you hear any background noise, that's just the wonderful city of Orlando. Random trucks. Yeah. You know, kids. People, whatnot. Hey, this, this Sirens. is... Sirens. Yeah. Airplanes. But, but that's, that's just, that's just Orlando. That's yeah. just, that's, that's this the... Is, this is how it is. So. It's the happiest place on earth. Uh, so, just wanted to throw oh, that out boy. there. <laughs> uh, so... CP, Logan came out this past weekend. Yeah. And uh, I can't wait to hear what your thoughts are on the episode. But uh, before we discuss our thoughts on it, uh, let's go ahead and, and read off some of these uh, one emoji reviews that the we official, got. Uh, yeah. The official review metric. Yes. For movies these days. I like it. Uh, so the first one that we have comes from at Melissa Reyes. She is a good friend uh, and host of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, and she posted the bloody needle. I think I can see why I could I can see why it would be yeah it was a little bloody <laughs> definitely a little lot bloody <laughs> yes definitely um that's a big that's that's appropriate I yeah. feel like <laughs> do you feel like that's a good review like, I think a, so that's a positive thing I think so it throws me off when it's not in it like a, a face or, you know what or I mean? a thumbs up or something yeah like the the praise hands those ones no, are real easy no but. I think it's a I think it's a good thing I think it's a good thing uh we uh also got a review from uh at draw studio with the uh the open mouth face you know so I think I think that's a good impression like of, in awe I think so just like oh my oh my gosh OMG like, like that just happened I think that's what that's what that means if I'm not mistaken uh, next up, we have at Washburn Girl, and that's the wide-eyed face. Yes. Uh, which I think also is a, a good one. That's another, like, shock and awe, mm-hmm. you know, unless it's shockingly awful. I don't think that's the case. But, but I don't maybe. think that's the case. I, I don't know. It could be. But I, I nonetheless, I think it's definitely a a shocked, you know, shock. Re- there is a level review. of shock value yes. with this movie, I think, yes. for sure. And then we also have a, uh, we also got a review from Facebook. Uh, from Amy, and she just put the like the question ponder face, you know, with the hand on the chin, kind of a thing, you know. So I think, I think maybe she it left her with some thoughts. Maybe she had some questions yeah. after the movie. Maybe yeah, but which I think that is actually understandable. I know that's something uh, that your wife actually mentioned. Yeah, was having a few questions, and uh, and there being some. For I guess for people that don't know the Wolverine um, comic history, maybe yeah. as well, uh, and just the persona of him yeah. as well, um, there's some you know some gaps to be filled. I think, I think so for sure. I so, think so. I think so. Um, but so those are the emojis that we got. We received online. Mm-hmm. We also have 
our own personal emojis that we chose. Andy, what was your one emoji review? My one emoji review is just simply just the church, the church building, you know, the uh, with the cross on the big C church. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, The uh, with, you know, the the building of the church, because because like I said, do you uh, need to say spoiler alert? Oh yeah, spoiler alert! Obviously, <laughs> we haven't. Said, we're hey, really we're, bad we're, at this. Hey, but this hey, is but better. we did it before we said anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Technically, but I mean spoiler. it's bloody, but you already knew that. It was yeah. rated R. It's in the thing. So. Yes, but spoiler alert! Uh, but I gave that. Uh, I used that emoji for my review because I was walking into a funeral, and mm. that and most Who's funerals are at, we'll at, you know are hosted at held at churches, and so. Uh-huh. Um, I, that's why I went with that emoji review. CP, what was your emoji review? My w- emoji review was the emoji with the bandages strapped across its face. Yes. Uh, because not only in this movie do we see, I think possibly the first time, maybe aside from, I guess, Wolverine, like the movie Wolverine. This is the first time where we see like Wolverine, Logan really needing bandages. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. But also that's what I needed on my heart after yeah. uh, after this movie ended, you know, <laughs> my my emotional being, the emotional part of me, you needed, needed some some, some, bandages. some bandages and some to be wrapped up yes. a little bit uh, and taken care of because uh, this movie was heavy. Yeah, uh, and Andy, you definitely called it last week when you said that uh, that you expected to go in uh, and this this one be a, a little bit of a more somber movie and yeah. definitely a lot more uh, along the feel of the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Um, and I think that definitely was the case with this yeah, one. Yeah, um, for sure. And for I sure. think, arguably, um, I don't know that there's been a superhero movie that's maybe gone quite as far as Logan did um, with that kind of dark dark tone. Um, and I thought it worked really well. Yeah. So. Yeah, th- I mean, that's a perfect transition to, to start unpacking our thoughts on the, on the movie, on the film. Um I mean, like I said last week, I was expecting it to be a heavier film. I expected it to be more storyline, more character driven. That's what we got. Yeah. It wasn't the most action packed movie, but that's okay. It didn't necessarily have to be. And Mm -hmm. I think that was okay. I think that was the right call there. Um, But I mean, I, I walked into the movie thinking those things. For the most part, that's what we got. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was a, I thought it was a great send off to this character to Hugh Jackman, you know, mm-hmm. the actor who's been portraying this character for almost twenty years, it's something crazy. like seventeen years, yeah, or like almost nine two, times, yeah, almost two decades, and so uh, just a proper send off to him and uh, to this character and to the the, the legacy of this character, um, and I just I I really enjoyed it. I I enjoyed the story overall the story i thought was good i was able to follow it yeah um i don't know if i was able to follow it better because i because i read old man logan because i knew a little bit about x23 yeah um because i knew about even the bad guy you know like even even the scientists at the in you know in this movie yeah because i knew his history to some degree I don't know if all those different components and elements made me enjoy it more, but mm-hmm. nonetheless, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was 
I thought it was good. Now I, I do have some complaints. I have I have some issues with it. Yeah. Um. But we'll we'll dive a little bit into that uh, afterwards. But CP, what what's your first impression of? It? Did you like it? Did you? Uh, what were some of the highlights that you had for for you know from the film? Uh, I think that, uh, like you said, I think it was a, a good send off and mm-hmm. a good way to really uh, wrap up the Logan storyline. Um, I won't necessarily say Wolverine yeah. because that mantle could be picked up by anyone with claws, yeah, uh, yes. particularly one that maybe has two claws and one on her foot. But yeah. I digress. Anyway, uh, but I think it was a good send off for Hugh Jackman. And, uh, and I, I do think it was, I don't want to say it was a fun movie. Because it was dark and sad, you know, and all that. Yeah. But I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie, and um, I, w- I would like to see it again and just take in some more of the of the world. Um, I agree. I don't think it was necessarily flawless, mm-hmm. um, but I did. I did enjoy it. I think that uh, that Daphne Keene, yeah, um, she played X twenty three, Laura, yeah, uh, and which I guess they actually. They they don't ever refer to her as X twenty three. Maybe I, I think it's on some of the paperwork. I think so. That's that's exactly what I was gonna say. I, I don't um, know if they ever call her that by name necessarily, but it is on her file. And you know when when you when you learn that all the experiments and all that stuff. Right. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I thought um, I thought it was good. I think, like you said, there's some flaws. Um, I liked particularly like just the the time period that it was in. Yeah, um, and it being like in the year twenty twenty nine, because I, my one of my concerns or questions was like, how is Professor X the only one still alive? Like I, I would have, and I maybe even to see it further in the future, mm-hmm. um, and see one of the mutants that we that we know, like I guess the person that he was with, you okay. know, like he was traveling with Professor X. Yeah, um, like if he would have been traveling with like maybe Iceman, you know, uh-huh. or one of the like relatively younger mutants that is now like in their in their 50s 60s okay okay Um, i see what you're saying so that just uh, maybe just you know for having it be a fun deal but i do think if this is the last time that patrick stewart uh plans to portray professor x Uh as well then it definitely makes sense for both of them to kind of head out in this manner yeah i thought that was one of the highlights for me it was just those two guys on together yeah again and the chemistry was there and um i mean i think i think they're obviously they're skilled actors they're mature actors and so and here's the crazy thing is like they understand how important these characters are that they're taking these roles seriously and so they'll give you know they're giving it their all which is great they're diving all in you know uh, which I, I definitely appreciate as a fan and as a you know a huge fan of these characters in this world. So it was great. I thought that was one of the highlights of the film was seeing you know Hugh Jackman as Wolverine one last time and Patrick Stewart you know as Professor X one last time and I thought I thought it was great. I loved that uh, Professor X was honest in a way that we've never seen him before. Yeah, he yeah. very much had um, senior moments. Yeah, I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was just like totally honest with like yeah, even like thinking of moments like where he acknowledges that he knows about wolverine's adamantium bullet uh-huh. um and what he plans to do with that you know yeah. um and then just like as he's acknowledging what he's what his powers are making him do as far as like with his seizures and moments like that 
Um, but I agree. I think they did a good job on screen together. Yeah. And then you also mentioned, you know, X-23 or Laura, you know, how, how great of a role that was. And I mean, the special effects to pull off the claws and even those fight scenes and those action mm-hmm. scenes with her and, you know, this young actress and her stunt double or cgi i right. don't that's know what, that's what i was wondering I, it like, was she just got to wrestle hugh jackman yeah like I, <laughs> who doesn't want to do that like it was <laughs> it i mean i i give a lot of credit to the special effects guys because it really, really like i couldn't tell you where it was a cgi maybe or uh, a stunt double or i mean it was so fast and it was so like the mm-hmm. pacing was incredible and those fight scenes were just quick and moving yeah. left panning right here we go and like i i it was great like i really really i thought they did a great job like it, and then if any of those moments were you know she was fighting an agent or clawing someone over here or kicking mm-hmm. someone over there like if any of that was cgi or done afterwards you know after filming and put in afterwards with computers and programs like i never once caught it like i never thought anything looked like cheap cgi right you know right. like so it, it really like i thought all of that was was really great in my opinion i agree um so i liked the timing i thought it was a good send-off yeah. i think just them um like dealing with just those three characters so much mm-hmm. um i think that was just a smart way to do it because the more like you know we've seen other superhero movies and uh, just movies in general um, struggle with this, where they try to have so many characters that they're not really dealt with well. Yeah. Um, like I like I feel, and I know I harp on Batman v Superman all the time, but I feel all like the time Batman v Superman that was a little bit the case. You know, like we see with Spider Man three, uh, with Amazing Spider Man two, mm-hmm. that this is like just a problem that you know where you start to juggle too many heroes, villains, whatever. Yeah. Know, that you lose sight of what's really going on in these characters and uh-huh. so i think really dealing with only these three uh was was a smart choice yeah i thought it was i thought i thought that was a smart choice and you know to kind of take back what i said on last week's episode you know you asked me hey are there any superheroes or any other x-men that you would want to see in this film and i said sure why not like it'd be cool to see like an mm-hmm. older cyclops or an older storm or something like that but then i realized like no, like we need this close, intimate group, just as it is. And yeah, it, it, I think it. We needed it. Just we needed it to be small and it to stay small, and just it having those three guys be the, uh, th- those three characters be the, um, the main focus. I thought I thought was great. Like mm-hmm. I, I thought that was really really good. Um, you you started talking a little bit about the villains. What you what you think about the the villains, CP? Did you appreciate them did you think they were cheesy did you like them a lot what what were your thoughts on on those guys uh i think that for uh rice yeah yeah i've i've come to appreciate like mostly just i think from the research that we do for our spotlight episodes Uh uh-huh um just learning more about the those guys you yeah know? yeah um and then like seeing them on screen i think is just a cool thing yeah um because <laughs> I, like i totally agree with you, you know it's like oh like i remember having the same experience when um when we meet uh 
Black Panther's dad. Yeah. I'm blanking on his yeah, name yeah, now. Yeah, but yeah. when we meet him in Civil War, like, yeah. like oh, like I only I only know who he is because of this. Yeah. Um, I thought that Pierce um, was an interesting character, but I, I felt like we didn't get to know him enough, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think they had any issue of portraying him as a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they do that pretty early on. Uh, I would have been maybe okay with a little more, like, I guess maybe him just, like, him being a guy that's working for a corporation, you know? Yeah. So, it's maybe less of a job. Also, I was, like, he had a wedding ring on. I noticed, this is random details that I noticed, but huh. maybe but he had a re- wedding ring on. So, I, I was like, does I his did. wife know that he's hunting down a little mutant girl? <laughs> I did not. Like, how I did does not, that conversation I go when not, he gets off work? I did like, not catch that. I mean, he didn't get off work at the, at the end of this one, but. Yeah. Um but I thought that he was enjoyable, you know, yeah. like he did a good job of of being evil. Mm-hmm. Um his hand, you know, the the special effects of him using his hand was pretty cool. Yeah. The uh the new or like the young Wolverine at like X24, X24, which I'm a, I think that's um, I think it's I think we're allowed to assume that's who that was because Right. You know, because they say she's X-23. Yeah, they found a better way, yeah, like a better yeah, yeah, killing yeah. machine. Uh-huh. Um, but they made a Wolverine that essentially took orders. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a, that was a clever idea that I I didn't expect. Or I didn't know was coming. Um, I did feel like it was a little kind of a, an old tripe or like tri- I, 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 let me as, as you um, gather your thoughts. I thought in regarding to that before I forget it. I, I thought like it kind of felt like Deadpool from X Men Origins, right? Wolverine. Like yeah, that's like it seemed. I, uh, I felt trivial, like yeah is the word that I'm looking for, where it was just it was something like we need someone to fight Wolverine <laughs> exactly that is like Wolverine but better. <laughs> so what if we just had Wolverine when he was younger? <laughs> what if we have an upgraded Wolverine? Right, you know? that's like that's yeah. what it felt like. So yeah, yeah this one can't time travel, but. Where Logan, uh-huh. you know, like that we know is an old man who's yeah. struggling to heal. Yeah. You know, he can't heal as well. He's in, like his fatigue happens. Yeah. You know, like he gets fatigued yeah. and everything. He's coughing for no reason. Yeah. Um, fighting a perfect version of himself. Yeah. Uh, that's just seemed a little, yeah, a little weak because yeah. it's like, well, like, is this the best we could have come up with? And it runs into the same problem that really, like, even the Marvel Studios movies that we love. Uh, that they struggle with of like why does the villain have to have the same powers as the hero yeah and that's also why i think iron man 3 is the best of the marvel movies but that's my own that's my, <laughs> right, it's before, the only one that didn't but that's before we get down that rabbit yeah, hole yeah yeah yeah. i thought I, it was cool though like seeing yeah. him fight himself yeah but I, I agree and i i didn't see that coming like i didn't me think, neither so like that when was, they were showing they said they found out a better way i yeah. didn't think that was going to be the better no, way ne- neither did i uh, but I, I agree. I thought that was kind of somewhat weak, but it was okay. That that wasn't. I honestly, that wasn't my biggest flaw of the movie. Like I didn't, I didn't have an issue that big of an issue with the with the villains or anything like that with the Reavers or uh, you know, yeah, Doctor Rice or any. Like I didn't have that that big of an issue with those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they were great. I thought they did what we needed them to do and right. doing the 
character research for X23 for last week's episode and learning about Dr. Rice ahead of time, I kind of felt like you, like, oh, I know this dude. Like, I know what mm-hmm. his deal is. Now, granted, I don't know if everyone got that. Like, I don't know if... Right, just, like, you know, we knew that yeah. as soon as they started mentioning his name. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But I think up until he said, like, towards the end of the movie, really. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, those final scenes. The last third, last, yeah, whatever. Like where yeah, like, where he is talking to Logan, and uh-huh. he's saying... That he's responsible for killing all the mutants, uh-huh. and that he's like made you know X twenty three all this you know mm-hmm. until we that moment I think there people that don't know who he is um, and don't know X twenty three's mythology uh, really didn't have a good understanding of of what his place was in yeah. this whole thing. Yeah, I would agree. Now this is where I. W- will probably lose some of you guys, uh, the listeners, with my really with my one issue with the film and and that was the this idea that logan and x23 had this super close relationship relationship and i felt like the movie wanting wanted me to get there and wanted me to feel all those things and i just wasn't feeling it I really wasn't. I, I agree. I think, honestly, I think I felt more of a bond uh, between Logan and Professor X. And mm-hmm. it's only fair because they were in, you know, X amount of movies together and they've known each other for years. And right. so this relationship between the two of them, there's so much invested in it. And so you get to this final movie and where it's, near the end of the road and so of course like that relationship is it, i'm i'm emotionally invested in that relationship right you bring this new character into the picture and you know you set up all the trailers as like as you know hey she's like you you know she's you know you're you're very much like you. very much like you and all this stuff and you're, it's supposed to make you think that like these guys, these two characters, Logan and Laura, are supposed to have this close, deep relationship, and that by the end of the film, like you're supposed to be like sad for that relationship. And I just I wasn't there, and I think part of that part of that reason is because honestly, and I don't know if this bothered you, but she she was silent for so long of the movie that I don't know if it, it, until like the the last third of it, maybe yeah, last ish for sure. You know what I'm Which, saying? Like what, what ground is there for the, for there to be some form of a, of a relationship. If they're not, if they're literally not communicating, if they're not by or, any talking, I mean, like any, there's, any, there's, and that like, we know like just from, any friendship relationship like that's always a two-way street you yeah. know what i mean yeah and and so but even when she does start talking which it's I, all in I spanish <laughs> it's all in spanish which was like that was that funny. did make for a clever like yeah. you know banter and then when he's like all oh, right just stop talking yeah, like, yeah, yeah yeah you know um but i think like he asked like you can speak yeah and i was asking the same question like i get that she's i get why she would be quiet yeah like all of the things that have happened to her you know and not trust people and not trust yeah, people totally. so she's like she's so she doesn't want to communicate uh-huh. that i understand my my question is why did she start talking then yeah and 
like she then seems uh, which then when she gets to the people like the other kids like yeah. the other experiments i think it's clear like she should be talking to them because yeah. uh she has a relationship with them already yeah but i f- i felt like her just random like really randomly kind of starting to talk to logan um maybe the reasons just weren't as fleshed out yeah. maybe i wasn't picking up on them i think that what that what was trying to be communicated was that because of the events like what happens at the farm as far as like professor x dying uh-huh. and her now being or logan now being the only one to be able to get her protect her and, all and that protect stuff. her yeah, like yeah, yeah. then it kind of is bred like she has to talk to him out of necessity yeah uh, because like professor x could just read her mind and that's true that that's a good point i i didn't think about how those guys professor x and, and laura were probably they were know, just communicating the way, through. the way he said it you know like yeah we've been talking or like right. i know what she's going through i know like because they're communicating mentally right and yeah so but still i but then and my my issue with the whole relationship thing i think um I think maybe if I had never played The Last of Us, like, uh-huh. and that's kind of like uh-huh. as we're talking about issues, like, I'll, well, I'll come back to that, but like the the idea of referring to each other as like father and daughter, uh-huh. I struggled with because I like I understand that they have quite literally she has half of his DNA, yeah, yeah, like he's he's a man she had like i you know like we unpacked in the spotlight yeah where, yeah uh my issue is he didn't sleep with anyone <laughs> yes and it's not even like even if they went so far as to say like or i would be more understanding if they went so far as to say like someone stole his sperm cells or something like that you oh. know what i mean to where like okay like it literally was like him like whether he didn't sleep with someone yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. This is a daughter he didn't know. Like, yeah. I would have maybe even rather them just, like, kind of drop the idea of her being a clone altogether mm-hmm. and go with this, like, she's just a daughter that you never knew about yeah. route. Um, then trying to convince us that that they have that relationship because it happens so fast. Yeah. Um, this is, you know, like, I, I can't remember when it happens. I think it's at the farm um, or right around there that. Logan says that uh, that where they're trying to get to in North Dakota uh-huh. is another two days drive. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about two characters that have maybe known each other for five days, uh-huh. six days, perhaps. It's yeah. like the course of the movie. Yeah. So, um, whereas in, in this guy coming back to The Last of Us, that game happens over the course of a year. Mm-hmm. And so it's like... In the game, it's crazy to see that at the very beginning of the game, you start, I think, in spring, mm-hmm. and then you return to spring at the end, but uh, you start in spring, and these characters don't like each other. They don't trust each other, and then as the game like, as the game moves through the year, uh-huh. they start to develop a relationship, and they start to like joke with each other, and, and those kind of things that friends and, uh, and family would yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this is like that happens in that game over the course of a year, just like any yeah. friendship would. Um, I feel like, and so to try to say that they got to, even to the place where they really cared about each other, much less the point where like they looked at each other as father and daughter. Just because yeah. I get, like I said, I get they have the same DNA, mm-hmm. but I still felt like it was just reaching. 
I will say a this. Little bit. I will say this. You like in the first in the first X Men movie, you can you get an idea that there is a father daughter type relationship between Logan and Rogue, and yeah. that happens over the course of the one movie. And by the end of it, you're like, oh, okay. And like, yeah, they kind of look after each other. He's looking after her. You know, he, uh, she um, really adores him and like sees him as an older father, male figure in her, in, mm-hmm. in her life. And so yeah. by the end of the movie, though, like you, there's ups and downs and moments that they share and like that really you get there. And yeah. I just, I, again, I'm not saying that I, I didn't like the movie. I'm not saying anything like that. I just, I don't know if that's um, that emotional pull that between these two characters and that bond between these two characters. I don't know if that was necessarily there, and and that's all. That that's my that was my one flaw. It's yeah. like, hey, don't try to like, don't try to make me feel a certain way just because these characters because, are like, yeah, and like. Like give me give me a little bit more to to work with here, and so um, that would be honestly that's probably my my biggest flaw in it. And like again, I still liked it. I still really really liked it. I still you know I would still recommend it to anyone that likes superhero movies or a fan of the X Men movies or you know anything like that. I mean it's it's just a good it's a it's a well it's a well uh, written story in a, that's presented in a movie yeah. you know and so uh i i really didn't enjoy it. anything else stood out or anything like that you want to unpack or i and kind of like just jumping off to the last of us thing i while i did like i said i did like like the movie yeah i feel like this story has been told before and in a lot of ways we've just like put like x-men characters in kind of and like put like dropped them in like the last of us uh-huh um and then i think i don't i've not actually seen the movie but i think it's children of men um that has oh gosh i'm totally blanking on who, who the characters names are but the storyline it's a lot similar mm-hmm. like to where i think in that movie um there's no more kids that have yeah. been born yeah and yeah. so uh this guy is tasked with like that used to be some sort of like heroic type of character uh-huh he's taking care of this woman who would die and then if, like towards the end of the movie spoiler alert for me that I seen, but um <laughs> she would she would die and give birth to a child uh-huh. um and so the movie kind of is about him taking care reluctantly taking care of this child yeah ultimately um like i said it's still a good movie like mm-hmm. still a fun story you know it's just i don't want us to get so like like I like I feel like it's the Avatar principle, like the the blue people one, yeah, like the Navi one, yeah. Um, where, yeah, it was like a, a visual spectacle, uh-huh. sure, but it was still like a story that is very similar to Pocahontas, to Pocahontas and, and like Ferngully, like, yeah. Where yeah. it was still like it's critically acclaimed because yeah. of what it did yeah. visually, yeah. But let's not let us not forget that the yeah. storytelling wasn't as original as maybe some would like to say it is yeah also i think worth noting it and this maybe goes back to amy's review on facebook but the um there are maybe some questions that people had yeah afterwards you know and um and questions that i 
to some degree had to answer for for Britney. And actually, so some questions that I didn't want to answer for Britney because I I rather just give her the old man Logan book so she can read it. <laughs> but um, but yeah. essentially, for those who aren't familiar with the storyline, you know, and you kind of it was hinted in the movie, but you know there aren't any more X Men. Uh, there aren't any more mutants. And that uh, was actually my question. Yeah. Was, like, I think what's what's alluded to is that Professor X killed the mutants. Yeah. But, yeah. Did, like, did he kill all the mutants? I think he, I think it's, al- did, I think he, what, se- what it seems like to me from that, like, I, I wish I could see it again to yeah. hear. But it's when they're t- they talk about Manchester or Winchester. Yeah. Westchester. Yeah. I I but anyway, they talk about, they think it's where the mutant, where they're, the mansion is uh-huh um they talk about like x number of mutants died or whatever x number yeah. of people yeah, died yeah yeah it was on the radio on the, that's yeah, right. yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah yeah because this was the biggest event since yeah the hospital yes, yes, yes the yes, hotel yes. rather yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in vegas um so my question is did he kill all the mutants because that's what it seems like he um he says or did he just kill the X-Men and then I think, Rice kills the rest of the mutants? No. Because it would make sense, like, if he was in Cerebro. Uh-huh. Like, I feel... But the, way in, the way in X-Men 2, when there's a possibility, the way, you know, Colonel Stryker wants him to kill all the mutants. Right. You know, with, right. with just his mind. Right, right. And so, I yeah. I think, uh, to answer your question, I think, I walked away thinking that all the mutants, most of the mutants, almost every mutant, died because of him. Because mm-hmm. of Professor X. Professor X. Because he had one of those seizure type mental breakdowns, you know? And Within so, Cerebro? Like, it would have to be in Cerebro. Like, I don't necessarily think... Or is this think, just all the mutants in the U.S.? I, just, I don't... I mean, honest, honestly, the way... The way he was able to affect everyone in that hotel and in that area with just a, with just a seizure, it's possible to think that he just had, like, a... A similar, um, you know, thing occur, but it just affected everyone. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I don't think it matters whether or not he was connected to Cerebro or not. Right. I just think, again, I walked away thinking, oh, Professor X wiped out almost all the mutants because he had a, a mental trip, you know, a, a with trip the out exception moment. Of, like with the exception of just a handful. What's um, like Wolverine is able to withstand it because he's doesn't have to breathe right i think he's able to withstand just because he's a strong because he heals yeah i think so like i think what's uh that's my my understanding is i mean maybe it's because caliban says that he's not able to breathe while it's happening yeah and if it would have happened longer he would have died he would have died yeah so it's it's just a thing of like whatever these episodes are like they say they're causing paralysis yeah um so I think Wolverine, like, because he's able to... To heal, and even with Laura, to some right. degree, they're, they're, like, they're able to, with, to overcome it a little bit. Yeah. Like, but so. that was my assumption. So, yeah, so... But then Rice talks about that he's the reason there aren't any more mutants. I honestly, like, again... If I'm not mistaken. Again, this is something that are, I... The point is, all of the, what we're trying to get to here uh-huh. is, these are questions that we shouldn't have to ask. I think, I think you're right. I think... I think in a perfect world, <laughs> in a world that isn't fallen and broken, um, I think yeah, I think the movie would have explained that a little bit more, and maybe yeah, and uh, maybe it's something we'll understand more upon may- viewing may- it a second time. Yeah, and maybe with an, some extra footage or deleted scenes, maybe or some commentary, you know. But 
Uh, actually, I read a ar- funny that you said that, but I read an article saying that in the early, early scripts of the movie, there they had the idea of having a scene where it unfolds what Professor X did to the mutants, like mm-hmm. that episode, that that chapter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I, it sounds like there are people that didn't pick up like, on exactly what happened for those. Uh, you know who didn't read the book mm-hmm. obviously they don't know what happened in the book to somehow have an idea of a general story arc yeah that would be inspired to for the movie right you know and so um yeah i, I think that's that's a shame like it's sad that they weren't able to explain that really super clearly which i a- think kind of brings me something i wanted because i know how yeah much the old man Logan storyline is uh, near and dear to your heart. Yes, it, yeah, yeah. Is this idea of, because of, for those that haven't read the comic, mm-hmm. uh, Old Man Logan, one, you should. Yeah. If you haven't, stop cause, or skip ahead like five minutes or so because I'm about to spoil it. But yes. in that comic, uh, essentially, I think it's Mysterio, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, who is a Spider Man villain, typically. Uh-huh. He uh, gets in Logan's head and he makes it seem that he is fighting all of these. Uh, villains villains yeah and so um like from all over the marvel universe Mm -hmm. and he's just fighting the wolverine like he heals so he's fighting them until he can't stop and it's kind of layered out throughout the whole um comic book run yeah but uh what's revealed at the end is that mysterio was just in his head the whole time All, all along everyone that he was fighting was just his fellow mutants yeah uh, and they were all trying to stop him. Yeah. Like, essentially. And they were all trying to be like, Logan, you know, like... What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Mysterio pops him out of it just as the last one, I think, is dying. Yeah. Um, for him to realize what he's done. And then he decides that he's never going to pop his claws again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is the, is the goal. So, would you would you rather that, that storyline and that motivation for why Logan is so, um, like, in such a dark place... Or this idea of now, like it's just a thing of all of his friends are dead, and it's kind of on Professor X. You see, that was my that was one of my again. It's, it wasn't a big issue, but in my head, I was like, okay, so th- for the movie, it's Professor X who's responsible to killing some mutants. You know, is responsible for killing some mutants. We don't know if it's all of them or whatnot, but um, you know, versus in the comic book. It was Logan who did all those things, right. and then that's why he feels so responsible. Obviously, he because he is responsible, he quite, but yeah. but but he feels so guilty, and that's why he kind of goes and he tries to have a normal life and not be this Wolverine character anymore, and just be Logan, you know, just be himself. Right. And so, um, as I'm watching the movie, I'm like, that's a heavy thing to unpack. And to deal with, and we only see Professor X deal with it on his, essentially what would be his deathbed, you know, like as he, as he's unpacking it, yeah, what he's unpacking it, he's, he thinks he's unpacking it to Wolverine, to Logan, but it's this X-24 younger Logan who comes in. And so, but there's no like heavy consequence of that, of that action, which I just feel like, how can you, how can you not? deal with that and so uh, i just i just thought man that's such a big deal so to answer your question i just wanted i i think i would have just preferred 
for someone to deal with the consequences of that to someone to feel the guilt and the heaviness and the oh my gosh this is on my hands why right. there are no more mutants or why the x-men are because as good soon mut- as they start going down that road they stop I yeah mean, like because he dies yeah but. yeah like you know wolverine turns off the radio to you know no longer hear the news report uh professor x that's when he gets attacked by the other younger logan you know and so we never really unpack that and i just there was a part of me again i love the old man logan storyline and so i know i I knew it wasn't going to be exactly that and i knew it was there was no way and so i wasn't expecting all of that but golly like that's the heart of that um, of that whole storyline and so for you not to deal with that was like oh like that's a bigger thing Right, and that's a bigger deal. With this being a Logan movie, like I feel like it would have been better suited for it to be kind of on Logan. Yeah. Here's the other thing: I would have maybe prefer. I was thinking about this. I would have maybe preferred if it was somehow their both of their faults. Yeah. Somehow, if it's like somehow, you know, Professor X had a seizure or he tripped out on something. I don't know, and. It caused Logan to go into this berserk rage or see things that really weren't there somehow affect him. Right. That he would maybe so- like something where they're trying to figure out more about Logan's past. Yeah. Or something like that. And so, again, not to call back to episode, not to call back to the first X-Men movie, but we see in the first X-Men movie when Logan is having that nightmare of kill, his, he where, where he rogue. stabs rogue yeah and so it's like again like that would i would have preferred that if it was on the both of them and that's why they mm-hmm. still that's why they stuck together that's why they're they're going to stick together that's why they're going to go and get this boat and just live on the beach or in the ocean you know like that mm-hmm. would have made more sense if somehow they were both responsible for the the loss of the x-men or the mutants or you know whatever you want yeah. to say so I think the last question that I have for you, Andy, is, uh, you know, it's kind of a big deal that this movie was rated R. Yeah. Do you think that they use that well? Uh, I think so. Uh, I think so. I appreciate. I mean, you guys know the listeners know we're, you know, family friendly podcast. You know, we uh, we watch our mouths (laughs) and uh, all that stuff. And so um, to me, I, I felt like. Most of it was for the violence, and I was like, that didn't bother me. You yeah. know, I, I understood, hey, it's a man with claws as a weapon. Like, how else are you, like, yeah. you know, how else are you going to do damage kind of a thing? How else are you going to attack the bad guys or whatever? And so I was, I was, uh, I was all right with that. Um, I'm glad that they really didn't go unnecessarily crazy with any nudity scene. They had that, had one scene, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, like, let's just move on kind of a thing and um yeah and i think that, that was the only moment yeah where I was like, okay yeah, we get it yeah we're and then you know the the language it, it threw me off i'm not gonna lie it threw me off only because um no it, x-men movie yeah has that language yeah though. it has yeah so it was kind of i just had to i had to get used to it now granted what's funny is is like they've like logan had a cameo wolverine had a cameo in in um first class right you know and so he just straight up, you know, straight up tells them like, nope, like I'm not signing up. Your, he you says, know. forget you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Forget you too, man. <laughs> exactly. So, um, and then we also see in Days of Future Past, Charles Xavier, the, the younger Charles Xavier, you know, 
use use language like that as well and so it's it's not like the character themselves wouldn't use that language right. especially if they're older guys exactly are, exactly so i was able to i was able to connect the dots and be like i you know what i get it kind of a thing and so mm-hmm. um i thought you know it didn't bother me i don't know if it necessarily had a huge effect on the box office it made something over like 80 million it was uh, the best this weekend yeah number one sure. spot which obviously I, mean, I was expecting that but it made over like 80 million dollars um i think it was like 83 it it didn't beat out deadpool Deadpool opening weekend have like one made like 132 132 million dollars yeah. so Deadpool I think still has the the biggest opening and so mm-hmm. um but I, I don't think it was affected Logan I don't think Logan was affected by it being an, an R-rated you know movie um so that you know that's my my two cents on it but I loved it I really did I I we're not trying to be I feel like we're going to have the same Rogue One like Remember I know. when we reviewed Rogue One yeah. and Matt Sanders thought we hated it. Yes. And I love Matt Sanders and I yes. appreciate that he listens to our podcast and yes. he's been on our podcast. Yes. But I promise you, one, didn't hate Rogue One. Yes. It was good. It just, you know, I want to see a Darth Vader movie instead. Yes. Two, we did like Logan. Yeah. And he, he, to kind of put, <laughs> put it on a radar, I think I liked Logan more than Rogue One. To kind of give it, put it out to well, scale. Now he definitely thinks we hate. Rogue now we, now, yeah, yeah. Now he definitely he's gonna fight us next time we see him. But on the Tim O'Donnell scale, yes, the five one, is the best of the best of the best, sir. Yes, one is garbage. Batman v Superman. <laughs> yes. Uh huh. What is your what is your number? I give it. I give it a high three. A high three. Okay, a high so three. yeah, that's it's a good, good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's that's it's a, yeah, it's worth the money. Go watch it. And, yeah. mo- and most movies are are threes, right. and that's what Tim would say. He would tell you, "Hey, most movies are threes, so that's not a bad rating, right. you know." And right. so, um, it's a high three for me. I don't think yeah. it's a f- four. I think I have to rewatch it if I. I it's think pending it, second viewing. Yeah, I think so. But sure. my first impression, first Tim O'Donnell rating of it, it's 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 going to be a, a, a high three. So. Okay. But yeah, we really liked it. We glad that uh, we're, we're glad that you guys, for the most part, it seemed like you liked it. We appreciate you guys uh, uh, sharing your thoughts and giving us your one emoji reviews. Um, we really do appreciate all of that. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. That is our episode for Heroes and Logan. Uh, we, uh, like Andy said, we enjoy reading those uh, those one emoji reviews. So uh, anytime. Uh, any of these geeky movies uh, comes out yeah uh, we'd love to send our t- re- we would love to read those uh, rather yeah uh, we don't send those to you you send <laughs> those to us otherwise you know communication would be weird uh, but uh, like I know we'll be reviewing quite a few movies coming out uh, as we as we move into summer yes. uh, and such and so uh, like uh, Power Rangers and, and movies like that and, that are, and, and King Kong and King Kong next episode like, Name and claim it. We never. <laughs> we usually don't do monster movies, but Cody Best Pig. What? Don't act like I'm no, the only no, no. one that loves monster movies. I know. Everybody I know. loves good monster. But here's movie. the deal. But monster and everybody movies, loves Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> here's the deal. Monster movies. That's your jam. Uh, you I love. Mean, I, yeah, I guess you this love a bit monster movies. So, so we are going to. That's re- our next episode. Yes. So, so if you see Kong Skull Island, if you see it, send us your one emoji reviews. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, so. 
Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. You can email us at heroesandpodcast at gmail.com. And you can check us out on Twitter or Instagram. Twitter for some geeky news, some good retweets and all those fun things. Yep. Instagram for some funny memes occasionally. Yes. Uh, and things of that nature. Both of those, we are at heroes underscore and. And if you like what you hear, share us with your friends uh, and spread the word about Heroes and Podcasts. Yes. Uh, I just want to give you guys the new comics that are coming out for March 8th. I have a lot. Okay, I have more than I, my usual bunch, so bear with me. We have Justice League Power Rangers issue number three. That's a really cool crossover event. We have uh, Motor Crush issue number four. We have Man Thing issue number one. That's a Marvel comic that is written by R.L. Stein. So that's really, really cool. That's cool. Yeah, we have uh, All New Wolverine issue number 18. If you want to read more of X-23 and Laura jump in a new issue comes out uh today and there is a sick venom variant cover Does she have the venom suit on just on the cover just for the sake of yeah the, yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty it's pretty cool That's check it out and then we also out. have inhumans versus x-men issue number six if i'm not mistaken i'm almost positive uh this is the final part of that event so if you've been reading along uh have you been if you've been reading that series and that event definitely want to pick up issue number six as everything concludes all right uh thank you so much for listening to heroes and i'm cody and i'm andy and we're out hey hey one two can you hear me yeah can you hear me all right so we're recording you hear that little Uh Uh-huh. That's already background music? I mean, background noise? Yeah. Yeah, that's just... That's just from the the wind? The sea? (laughs) It sounds like we're at the beach. Let's go to the beach. Am I I listening into a shell? A seashell right now? Hey, maybe.